Welcome to the Forgotten Art Project Podcast, where we ask the question, what makes you feel alive? These are the stories of your pursuit. All right. Hello, everybody. I am very excited and happy to have Anna on the podcast today. Hello, Anna. Good to be here. Yeah, so uh, we've known Anna for for quite a few years, and she is a you know creative genius. And so we'd yeah. like to. <laughs> um, but what I'm interested in, kind of starting with, first of all, uh, well, you can introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about what you do, and then we'll we'll go back. And I I want to okay. hear how you got started. Cool. Yeah. So I'm Anna Nodolf. I'm a family photographer and. I focus on real moments between families. It's um, well known in the photography community as like documentary family photography. And um, yeah, cause I'm really passionate about actually being with people and not just like photographing them and onto the next. So um, that's kind of where my heart is at is connecting with my families and photographing their everyday real life. Yeah. And just to, to talk about that for a second, I think it's really cool because uh, so much of what we see is not actually real. Like, yeah. you know, you put your, you take 20 selfies and put your favorite one on Instagram and, yeah. uh, you know, all of that stuff, but it's nice. And even I, t- I talk about this with my wife all the time. Like I look back at pictures from like a trip that we went on and we're like, oh, that was the best trip ever remember how great it was and you're like wait a second let's actually like think about that for a second Mm -hmm. do you remember the like three hour meltdown in the car like uh, you know you forget about all that stuff and so I think there's a lot of beauty in like what you do because you get to capture like all the stuff not just to like let's smile for a minute and Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool yeah thank you and I I think that uh it I mean I feel just as fulfilled by it as I think my clients do with their photos because I mean, think about we've done a full day, at least one, maybe more together. And like, I got to know your girls so much more in that time, you know, than I could have with just like, okay, everybody smile for me. And they're like, who's this lady? Like oftentimes when I've done quick sessions, it's like photographer lady. Like they don't know my name, which is fine. But then Mm -hmm. when I have more time to get to know them, it's like, I actually know what, each of your daughters is like more interested in what they're drawn to. And I'm, I can kind of study them while they're playing and then mm-hmm. make a photo that is more meaningful. Hopefully that's a goal to you guys because I'm informing my picture that I'm taking through the lens of like who she is, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which is, that's the part that I dig so much. Yeah. And so, and you would, you would say that for you, it's, um, it's a lot more fulfilling than doing like posed photography because yeah. you get to actually like build a relationship with people over a longer period of time instead of just like. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting to think about that too, because I actually watched this. Um, have you seen any of the net? It's a Netflix series called abstract and they follow different creatives. Mm-hmm. A and bit. one of them is about photography and it's portraits and so and posing and stuff well it doesn't teach you how to pose but it talks about that a little and I was like man I don't know like this isn't really at my alley but then I watched it and he kind of talked about the same thing like he talked about the time he spends with his subject that like 
he, it's his goal to like draw out a part of who they are through the lens. And that it's not just about like posing and taking a photo, but it's like, who is this person? Mm -hmm. And somehow he's able, like, that's an, an amazing skill to me to like be able to do that within a short time frame with someone. But so I am trying to kind of get better at doing that in like a, and you know, start to do portraits more. Um, because mm -hmm. all my stuff is pretty candid, but I've been working on that kind of drawing that lesson I've learned about how to connect into mm -hmm. my portrait work um, mm -hmm. and be able to do it faster. <laughs> it's a challenge, but I like, you know, being challenged. Yeah. I get bored if I'm not, so. Yeah, that's super cool. I, I think the, there's a, a major theme in, in most people that I've had a conversation with now that if I think about it, it's like everybody, we're just, we're looking for that connection, like how to have that really good connection with, with other people. And that seems to be like the underlying like foundation of all these cool different things that we're all trying to do and work on. And yeah, it's, it's really interesting that like, well, yeah, we all still want the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And among a time where we are all so hungry for it, right? Like we're yeah. lacking connection in the way that we used to have it, but we're getting it more with our family and even with ourselves. Like, I, I don't know, my experience through the quarantine has been a lot of like more connecting with myself. At first, I didn't think I would be able to because we have a small house and I'm used to having, you know, six hours of the day alone. <laughs> so, yeah, who are these people and why are they in my house? It's my family. <laughs> um, but then I kind of got to, you know, you learn a different part of yourself. You're forced to kind of like experience yourself in a, in a new way, like building relationship with yourself and your family. So I think that that's an interesting thing about like, yeah, connecting is almost different right now. And yeah. Some people virtually connecting that didn't have to before. And yeah, and that's a really good point about like connecting with yourself at a different level because how many of us d even have time for that? Right. You know, in normal scenario, normal life, and now all of a sudden we have, a lot of people have a lot more time than they've ever had. Yeah. And so, yeah, you create the space and maybe too, it's like a little uncomfortable yeah. <laughs> like thinking about stuff that you don't, that you maybe haven't wanted to think about for a while. True. Yeah. yeah. Learning and growing. I mean, it's like with our lives being so busy and I'm usually not an advocate for slowing down. Like, I mean, I definitely appreciate a good Netflix binge, but I mean like just day to day, I'm always like, I'm, I've always been very active and mm -hmm. like social and just like going from one thing to the next. And if anybody ever told me like, Oh, slow down, you're going to burn out. I'd be like, I don't burn out. Like that's not, if I slow down, I burn out. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. but it's crazy how much, you know, being forced to do it. Yeah. You know? It's like, Oh, I, I actually do like this. I, you know, I like this lowness of life. That's yeah. Cool. And, and how quickly you like, adjust to the yeah. change yeah. like i don't know for me i'm like last year i was like the busiest i've ever been like super busy all the time yeah. and then this year has been like the complete opposite of that and it was like really yeah. uncomfortable at first yeah. to be so much less busy um and then now you're like oh yeah yeah it's like yeah three or four o'clock like yeah it's probably good for today yeah, exactly <laughs> like exactly. wow Chris is like oh it's three o'clock maybe you should have lunch by now <laughs> yeah her whole schedule's messed up it's like but you know yeah yeah it's nice to have I feel like I I, I mean I knew my daughter before right like we're tight but having her home just constantly and doing schoolwork with her and experiencing different things with her that I normally get to 
it's crazy how much more I feel like I know her. I don't mm. know. Do you feel yeah. like that way with being home all day with, or were you home all day before? Um, well, I've been home all day since January this year. Last year I wasn't home all the time. Um, so there was less of an adjustment with the, with COVID, um, for me, but it it is a good question and interesting. I, I actually think that I do, I'm better if I have some, a little bit more space Yeah, being around them all the time. It's like, I find myself getting a, a little bit more like irritable than I normally would be because sure. I, I had space, just time to myself, time to think and then come back and I can be more patient and I can mm-hmm. let them be kids. But being around them all the time, mm-hmm. I have, I'm catching myself like, hey, just chill. It's okay. It's fine. They're just yeah, being normal. I, They're not being any different. You're just yeah. being more irritated because you're around it so much more. Yeah. Why <laughs> yeah. are these kids so immature? Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah yeah it's the energy you know that Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like how like how do you how are you just constantly moving and it's like it's it's a little bit um distracting sometimes but yeah yeah I do miss having a long time we don't really have a a place to like escape to in our home either so I I spent some time you know pretending to need to use the bathroom for long I'm out the time, <laughs> nice. you know, going on walks alone, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I think it's an, an interesting, you know, new, new development that people who are used to having that time alone are like trying to figure out, yeah. you know, how this works and especially people that might be more introverted. And I, I tend to fall like somewhere like right in the middle, I yeah. feel like, um, but yeah, just one la- one funny thing on the energy thing. The, like a few weeks ago, my oldest, she was like, Dad, I just can't sleep. I'm like, okay, well, like, she's like, I just need to, I'm just going to go downstairs and like do a little workout. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, like, we're already in bed. And she has like come in after bed. I'm like, okay. So I, <laughs> I just lay there for a minute and then I go and I peek out the door and I like, took my phone and a video she's at the bottom of the stairs doing burpees oh my gosh, I love her. <laughs> and she ended up doing like a 14 minute workout of like squats and burpees and running ar- <laughs> loops around the kitchen at like bedtime like oh my gosh kid you're crazy <laughs> that kitchen is very runnable yes well you have yeah yes. yeah it's funny um mine kind of does the same thing like she's uh She'll just be like, I'm, t- I'm not tired enough. I'm going to run around. And we think you're just going to like rev up your engine. You know, you're not going to get tired. But, mm-hmm. but then it's kind of, they're at that age where I'm trying to sort of let her problem solve things herself. And if, if she does end up being more hyper, then, you know, how is she mm-hmm. going to handle that? So it's, it's funny how similar they are. Yeah. Yeah. And letting them, it's cool that they have the awareness of like, I have all this energy and I need to do yeah. something with it. And they know they need to do something with it. That's cool. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so <laughs> let's take it back a little bit. Forever. Yeah. I know kids. <laughs> well, there's so much to learn from them. I, yeah, if, if we let them yeah. teach us, there's yeah. a lot to learn. Um, but for you, have you always known that you wanted to be a photographer? Mm, no, I actually studied interior design. Okay. Um, so always wanted to do something creative, um, something that had a lot of self-expression was Mm -hmm. kind of my interest. 
I don't even know like where interior design came into my mind as something that it, probably like an HGTV show or something, yeah. training spaces or whatever. <laughs> but like, I just knew, okay, doing something creative and working with people, like that is, that's going to be my thing. And really mm -hmm. that's essentially what I'm doing. It's just a different um, medium. So, so yeah, so I loved going to school for it. I was obsessed with interior design all through college. I stayed to get my master's because I was like, oh, I don't want to be done with school. Like, this is my thing. And then I thought about teaching um, right out of it because I just didn't want to leave um, academia. And then I thought, well, I should probably like, you know, I had a job in college at a firm that I wanted to keep with it for a while to kind of get more experience before I taught. So then I did that. And, um, yeah, I, it was the recession. So it was kind of like, I had a bit of a crossroads situation where it was like, do I continue, you know, like working at a firm when I was like still kind of an intern, even though I'd been working there for years. And just because of like how the recession was like people, you know, there weren't, there weren't very many opportunities for me to move up at that time. And, um, and then I decided to, because I get bored super easy, I decided to quit the firm where I was doing like commercial. So I was designing like elementary schools and, and, um, like healthcare spaces. Okay. And then I decided to quit and just like work at a furniture store and try to build my clientele to start my own business. Mm. Cause I heard from a few people, that's how you do it. <laughs> and that was fine. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't what I thought it would be. And then, um, yes. But then when I started taking photos of my designs with, you know, a nice camera, um, I had people start to ask me to take photos of their families. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, you know, it's really hard to get into her design work right now. So I'll just start taking photos of families. And then it just kind of took off. Um, pretty, it's, you know, kind of surprised me how quickly, and I think that a lot of it had to do with just like, I was in a community where a lot of my tight friends were and that I'd grown up with. And so like word got out fast and I was able to build my business really quickly on word of mouth and just relationships that I already had. Um, and so then I just stuck with it. <laughs> I, cool. I do some dabble in design, you know, graphic design and logo branding stuff a little bit too, because, um, I just can't just do one thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's just not in me. So yeah, but it's nice to have the kind of balance of different types of creative stuff. Cool. So yeah, you, you weren't even necessarily looking for it. It just kind of no. fell into place. Yeah. Yeah. People made me do it. <laughs> <laughs> they're like you're good at this keep doing it <laughs> I was like, but do you want like a new living room because i can do that nice yeah so it wasn't it wasn't the dream but it is now so yeah so it yeah it kind of it evolved into the dream for sure that's cool yeah i yeah, think it's in, yeah oh go ahead oh i was just gonna say i think it's it's it, it's so fun to hear like how everybody's path is different. Like maybe you had a dream as a kid and like in your case, you just like, I just, it grew and this is just yeah. came into it. Um, not necessarily like something you always wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, 
I've been thinking about that a little bit because it, I used to think that, oh man, if I'd only studied photography or photojournalism or even marketing, I could have like taken photography in a different route, you know, do like commercial work or mm-hmm. whatever. Sorry, my notifications are off. Um, and I've always kind of told people, like if they asked me, you know, what's your sliding door moment? It would be, oh, but I didn't, you know, I, w- I would love to know if I had studied photography, how my business would look now or what type of photography I might've gotten into. But I had this realization this year, actually, that um, I don't think I'd want to change it anymore because I'm realizing how design and my experience with art and design has informed my work mm-hmm. subconsciously, but also I've, I've been deliberate in the last couple of years to like really dig into my knowledge from a previous life and take it into my current work. And it's changed me, honestly. Like I think so much more about composition and the design elements of, you know, line and shape and color while I'm taking a picture. It's not just like, okay, what's happening here? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm gonna snap. It's like thinking about, you know, bodies as shapes and Mm -hmm. um, lines. And so, and that's all, from my, I would have learned that in photography a little, but I dove into it in design. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it's kind of interesting to see how, you know, I used to think that those six years of study were maybe not a waste of time, but like could have been used better. Mm -hmm. But I really am convinced that it was the right thing for me. Because there's not a lot of photographers that have that specific background. Yeah. And I think it's, it can be a trap. And tell me if you think like to, to oh, if only I had, you yeah. know, done this. Yeah. But, but like you just said, all of that informed who you are now and what you're yeah. able to deliver. And, you know, you, it might be totally different now and maybe not in the way that you would want. Yeah. So yeah, like that's the, true. Yeah, it's interesting to think about though, like what it could have been, but also, um, yeah, like there's no way of knowing. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. But do you feel like you've always just pursued going in the direction that you wanted to with your photography? Yeah, yeah, to probably to my detriment. Mm. at times because I I get like excited about something I've learned or a, um, a direction that I'm taking my work. Like when I switched from just taking family portraits up in the park to doing documentary family, I mean, I'm trying to remember if you guys were my clients before I started doing that or if the first time I photographed you was in your home, right? I think so. Yeah. I don't think we did anything pre- you know what? We went to a wedding that you were the photographer at, I think. Mm. But then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then um, having you guys photograph or you photograph us, I think was in our house the first time. Okay. Yeah. Because I had a lot of clients who were with me from the beginning and I sort of just, I'm such an optimistic person that, and kind of my, (laughs) 
like my goal in life is just to get everybody to join the party. Like I'm always like, Hey, this is great. Like you will love this. Trust me. And so I think sometimes I get overzealous about like, okay, this new thing with photography that I'm doing, I'm super pumped about it. You're going to love it. And you know, the truth is a lot of my clients did love it, but some of my clients didn't and they found someone else to take their pictures in the park. And it's kind of, I thought at the time that was the right thing to do because I felt like I needed to always like do what was soul fulfilling for me. Mm. But now I'm kind of realizing that like I am fulfilled by being creative with photography, no matter what the subject, no matter the location, if I can be at a park with a family for 20 minutes to take one portrait, like, sure, that's not as exciting, maybe, as mm-hmm. being in someone's home and documenting their everyday life, but I can make it fun and I can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a big realization I've had because there have been things where I'm like, hey, guys, I'm doing this, and hey, guys, I'm doing this. And like a lot of times, people, my clients are wonderful people and they let me experiment and they're along for the ride for the most part. But sometimes I look back and I'm like, Oh, that was a really bad business decision. (laughs) Uh uh At least still offered this basic package or rather than just being like, Nope. (laughs) Yeah. So I've learned a few lessons for sure. Yeah. Those are some good nuggets. Like, yeah, you want to always follow like what, you know, the whole theme of this podcast, what makes you feel alive and you were doing that. But there's other considerations, like you just said, to take into account moving through that. I also feel like, you can tell me this is true, but it seems like there's just a, that's just like part of the curve. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like in the earlier, maybe like the first third of your career or entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. or whatever, there's a lot of just like kind of figuring things out and, oh, this works well. And then, oh, I really like this. And then, you know, and then you're like, okay. Now you're at a place where like you've seen a, a lot of stuff and now you can make more informed, like better decisions yeah. on, you know, both at sides of the coin, the business and the fulfillment, having tried a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Like part of the, the journey. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. I think maybe with maybe all fields for the most part, but especially creative fields, that there, there always has to be growth and experimentation. And, and maybe that's fueled by the fact that creatives like me get bored if they're doing the same thing over and over. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. feel creative anymore if it's just copy paste. Yeah. But, but it also, yeah, like times change too. If, you know, you're adapting mm-hmm. to like um, the world around you as well. So I think, I think it is just an inevitable, you know, Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. curve of like change. Um, I think it's, it might, it might have benefited me business wise if I had slowed my roll a little bit. (laughs) I just get very excited. Mm -hmm. So maybe, yeah, I really like your point because maybe that's just something to expect, Mm. you know? Yeah. I just need to help my clients understand that my business is always going to be changing, but I'll, you know, like in terms of taking care of your clients, like Mm -hmm. I'm always here for you, especially the ones from the beginning, like, Hey, 
if you want pictures of a specific thing that's not offered, like, let me know, like, I'm your person. I'm down to help you with what you need, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the lessons that I learned in business was in the beginning, I was really good about like asking for feedback all the time. Mm. I was was new. I was like, you know, constantly soliciting advice, feedback from people like respected my clients. And then over after a while, you're like, all right, I got this. And then you kind of stop asking for it. And I think that was a detriment to me for sure. Um, So I'm trying to like, that's a really good point. You sound like Derek because he's always like, do a survey. Like anytime. <laughs> like I want to do it this way, but I don't know my clients think. I'm just going to text like a couple people. And he's like, eh. <laughs> Wrong yeah. answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is a good idea. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's hard because I really like to follow my heart and there's a reason why I don't have a boss, right? You know, like mm-hmm. I want my business to be what I enjoy doing. For sure. But kind of like I said before, I'm getting to a place where I feel like I can enjoy photography no matter what. So mm-hmm. I shouldn't be hesitant to gather information on what my clients need from me when I, if I can do that. Like if changing it for them just is another challenge for me to make myself love it in this new way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then that doesn't mean like the new thing that you're doing gets thrown out either. That's still like, you know, having this original thing that made you so successful. And like you said, you grew your business like so fast and then you're like, well, let's do this now. (laughs) Well, maybe keep a little bit of that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's like, that's exactly what happened. Like if you want to take it down to like a 30 second explanation. (laughs) Uh, Nice. I'm pretty lucky that a lot of people were like super down, but yeah, I look back and I'm like, oh, why did I do it like that? Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's, it's just a fun journey. Um, Yeah. What do you feel like you're looking to now? So, you know, we're, we're in a totally different environment. Like what is the future that you're thinking about? Yeah. So I've had a lot of time to like slow down and do things that I've always kind of needed to do, like update my website, my blog, you know, try to get some SEO flow in. So I'm trying to, you know, kind of like cast a wider net in terms of clients because at the start of my business and for a long time, like it was fully um, referral based. So, you know, super fun stuff of, you know, website updating and things like that. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. But also what has been, yeah, I mentioned my, I think I mentioned my kid class I've been working on for Oh, you haven't mentioned that in here. I know about it, but yeah. Okay, well, yeah. Um, Yeah, so my design experience has kind of gone into developing this class for kids to explore design elements in photography and kind of learn how to see the space around them rather than just, like, take pictures of, like, a leaf. They can look at it and see lines or the Mm -hmm. shape or symmetry. So it's been pouring out of me. Like I feel like that's my biggest creative excitement thing right now. And not that I don't miss photographing families. Um, but it just feels like a different season. Like I'm settling into this sort of like, um, yeah, like a moment for me where I'm just, it's my writing moment. (laughs) So, so I'm thinking about, I'm helping my daughter learn about photography. She's helping me take the, do the class. And, um, 
yeah, I, it's just, it's so based on my design background and my current craft. So it's just like, it's just coming so from my heart, you know, because it's mm-hmm. my past and my present. So, um, so that's been really fun. And I always have these really big ideas and I've been wanting to do this for so long, but the quarantine is what like really gave me the space to just do it. And so that's been a really nice feeling of like, not only am, have I been able to kind of shift my business a bit during this time and still, you know, have some profit coming in from the class when I can't photograph families. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also just like giving me a creative outlet and to feel like I'm using my time for my business and not just like, oh, what am I doing? So, um, yeah, I mean, that's what's now for me. That's, but that's also what's next because I'm, I have like a bajillion classes that I'm writing at one time. <laughs> cool. Cause there's that's a lot nice. of design elements. So. Yeah. That's, that's super cool. Yeah. Because you have that unique perspective with your, your background plus photography and I was just thinking about earlier, you told me that, you know, you were going to become a teacher potentially out of school. Yeah. And so now you're yeah, getting that opportunity. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I, I didn't bring that up to make that connection, but you're totally right. <laughs> like it's been in my heart this whole time and I just haven't like noticed it until now. Mm. And it's really giving me life. That's so cool. And do you find that you actually are learning and growing more by having oh, to teach it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what's funny is a lot of my, so, so I posted about the class and did a beta test and I had like an overwhelming response. I was like, uh, <laughs> shocked and so excited. And, and then, um, I have been seeing some of the, but it was pretty popular among my friends and also my photographer friends. And so mm-hmm. to see my photographer friends posting things that are like, you can see like, Oh, that's a really beautiful shape. And then, and then I'll be like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like I see the shape that, and maybe that's just what's in my mind because that's a class I wrote. But then mm-hmm. they write back and they're like, no, I actually took the class with my kids and I was inspired by it. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> the best feeling. It's so cool. Cause it really does feel like, not that those photographers wouldn't have seen those things before, but it gives them the tools to break down what they know, just like in what, what they're guided by in their gut to like be specific digestible things for their kids to understand. And you can't help but see it when you're talking to your kids about it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I have them play games like go on scavenger hunts and find, you know, color schemes and things like that. And so, the parents are engaging, depending on the age of the kid, you know, engaging more or less. And, and me too, like, I'm just like, it's like, I have these special glasses on that everywhere I go, I just see it more and more. And um, Mm -hmm. it's funny because I already thought I was doing it, but the more, I mean, it's just like another layer, you know, Mm -hmm. the more you think about it and talk about it and analyze it, the more you're aware of it when you're photographing. So, yeah. It's been yeah. pretty cool to have that as like a byproduct of it. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I've, I've always thought that you, your type of creative has like, like you just said, a different type of glasses. You just oh, see the world you. so different than, than most people. Oh, thanks. That's, yeah. that's, 
that's cool to hear because I think that um, like it's easy to get caught up in kind of like who you think is a great photographer and you're like, oh, I want to like photograph more like that or which is good to get inspiration. But but then it's always bringing it back to, OK, what's the lens of, and the scope of like who I am in this? Mm-hmm. You know, finding inspiration from other people, but like drawing it into, OK, now how does this apply to like the brand that I've already created and the the, you know, creativity that I've already started, which I think is really important for client work. But I do think that there's a time and space for experimenting outside of your established like creative lens, Mm -hmm. which is something that I think I want to try to do more, you know, not just like a photo, like how do I take this? But like, what would be the last thing I would think of doing when composing this photo or what would so-and-so do, you know, like a photographer Mm -hmm. that I love. So I think that might be an interesting way to challenge myself. Um, next time I get bored, hey, I should start a list. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I think you just said something like super important, um, which is to to be inspired by that and get, try it, do it, but then bring it back to like who who you are, right? Because I think yeah. it's easy to be like, oh, I wish I could just be that person or do that thing or whatever, yeah. instead of like making it your own. And then that's like an unrealistic expectation. That's never going to happen anyways. Yeah. And then, so then there's the disparaging, disparaging space of like fulfillment because well, like I'm never going to cross that gap because you're yeah. not trying to be more you, you're trying to be somebody else. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, especially with, you know, Instagram and seeing being just inundated with like photography, especially obviously, cause it's a photo platform, but like just creative work, that's brilliant right and you get and pinterest too and i think it's easy to get to start to compare and to and to cut off wanting to look at other people's work because you don't want that feeling of like oh their stuff is better or oh i wish i was this but i don't know i'm starting to like value that just sitting with something and being okay, being a little uncomfortable and being like, what is it about this that I love and why am I comparing myself? And, and maybe finding like some goodness in that, Mm -hmm. you know, not, not starting to, you know, of course the talk of like, I'll never be that or whatever, like that's not healthy and you should, you know, kind of take a break from looking at other people's work if that's happening. But I think, um, having that feeling of like, Oh, I would have never thought to take that photo. Mm -hmm. And then if it feels a little bit like a punch in the gut, like, why don't I make pictures like this? Then it's like, no, wait, what do I love? Like what's working for me here and being able to analyze it Mm -hmm. and then take that critical eye to your own work. Like that can be really powerful. And I think a lot of people shy away from that because, and I have before, because it's like, well, I don't want to get distracted by, what someone else is doing. Yeah. But it can yeah. be a cool tool to have, you know. I totally agree. It's, it's because it's hard to sit with something that's uncomfortable, like you just yeah. said. Um, but then something that I've been learning and trying to shift lately is just like coming from, instead of coming from a place of lack, coming from a place of abundance, mm-hmm. because that's 
kind of really what that is is like when you're going and you're comparing somebody else you're comparing yourself to somebody else you're saying well i lack whatever they have mm -hmm. like what if it's just we all have everything that we need and we're inspired by that mm -hmm. thing and we take what we we can from that and add it to whatever we're trying to do and mm -hmm. you know just having that feeling of like oh no it's all it's all here this is yeah. abundance it's not yeah, yeah. I love that. and and it's just a for me it's a much better place to come from for sure yeah yeah i think that's a really great perspective as a creative because you know i i think you know a lot of people not just creatives but like yeah i think <clears throat> that when you find the right thing that fulfills you that it starts to kind of like pour out of you which isn't necessarily every season like there are times when it feels like dry mm -hmm. But um, that those times, <clears throat> because we're so used to feeling like the overflowing creativity when we have those dry seasons, it's like, well, am I never going? I remember thinking in college, like in my early 20s, <clears throat> I'm going to run out of ideas. Like I literally told my friend that. Like who? Of course you're not going to run out of ideas. <laughs> but I genuinely was scared that I would just like burn out and not come up with anything else and it's funny because it's less about that it's less about like ha having something and running out having a supply of something and running out of it it's more about building your endurance to create like if you continue to learn to be able to find a way to make something that you're proud of and make a, a ton of i don't know what I can say on here, crap, <laughs> make a ton of whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. For like that, it's okay. First of all, just to establish that it's okay to make some really shitty work. Like that's fine. That's part of the process, but like developing your stamina to like make, make work and, and to be okay with it, not always being brilliant. Um, I think that's, and like you say, you have what you need to do that and you have the endurance, you have the drive, you have the skills, you have those things to be able to get yourself to a place where you can keep knowing how to create in the dry times, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's, yeah. Like a really interesting point you make about abundance. And I think for me, that's what it means to me is like not an abundance of ideas because that can run out, but an abundance of, the ability to make it happen to mm -hmm. make it happen when it doesn't feel like it is, I guess. Yeah. And like detach from the feeling like uh, it feels yeah. bad making this work. I'm not proud of, but I'm still going to make it because it's part of the process. Yeah. That part is hard for me. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's super hard. Yeah, like you're preaching to me right now because that is the part that's like, <laughs> because I usually, I'm driven so much by like loving doing something mm -hmm. that the second it feels like I don't love it, I'm like, okay, what's next? <laughs> yeah. Like it's really hard to push through. Yeah. But it's so important. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, how many years have you been shooting now? Um, well, I started... <clears throat> yeah, eight and nine. Nine years? 
Yeah. So yeah, you've you've pushed through. <laughs> I should I should, uh, I should have. Do you put like photos in the show notes? Uh, we yeah, we post in the. Instagram. I should give you like um. Some of my like one of my first photos, and then a recent, <laughs> just to see the growth. Yeah, for sure. That would be awesome. It's really fun to look through my old work. Like it's very, very fun because in a way, like I'm joking about how it's humbling because it is, because I had no idea what I was doing. I mean, I made my baby lay on a stack of books because I saw it on Pinterest, like use them as a pillow. And now I look back and I'm like, this is horrible. Like she's not (laughs) comfortable. (laughs) So weird, but then I look back on some of it and I can see my voice already, you know, even though I had no idea what I was doing, the focus was off, the exposure's terrible, but like I could see a little glimpse of like who I am now then. And I think that's a really interesting thing to like, you know, be able to do um, when you're, yeah, maybe that's a good exercise in a dry spell Mm. of like, like, I don't know. I don't have any more ideas. I'm afraid of running out of ideas. Okay. Well, what were my old ideas? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's entertaining to see your old work for one. It's fun to yeah. laugh at yourself, but to be able to detach from the feeling of like, Ugh, this is horrible. Well, Hey, you know, is there anything good about it? <laughs> Let's start. Yeah. There. Yeah. That's such a good question to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we need to be sometimes, I mean, for me, I need to be more, sometimes I need to be more critical of my work in order to grow, but sometimes I need to be more, uh, yeah, like find the good in it, you know? Mm -hmm. So how do you know which one to, which one to be? (laughs) Maybe you need to do both in each situation. I guess. Yeah, it's like it's an impossible <laughs> question. I just <laughs> <laughs> well, that was my quick answer. <laughs> nice. Because any critique, any um, like negative critique, should probably come with like a little bit of optimism, mm-hmm. and that goes for when you're critiquing yourself. I feel like mm-hmm. you know, and and if the only good in you know, looking at something that you've made that you're like, wow, this is so terrible. I can't find anything good in it. Okay. Well, maybe the good in it is that you can laugh about how terrible it is. You know, like it may not even be anything that, you know, like you're saying, detaching from the emotional feeling of like being so attached to something you made mm-hmm. and being able to say, I don't have to make this amazing, perfect, brilliant thing every single time. Like mm-hmm. nobody does, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's not yeah. you either. Yeah. I, I think it's easy. You know, we get caught up in this identity of like, okay, so I'm a photographer, I'm a musician, I'm a whatever. And then mm-hmm. if I make something bad, that means I'm bad, but that's not, they're separate mm-hmm. things. Yeah. But I think that's really easy to do. You're like, oh, but this is my life. This is what I do. This is what yeah. people know me for. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. That's an interesting point. Yeah. Cause like if every photo I made saw the light of day, like if, if everyone saw every photo and I, and they all represented me like, Oh, 
<laughs> like, no thanks, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not going to grow if we don't make the, you know, experiment and make the bad stuff before we can get to the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if you were to talk to somebody who's in the, the early stages of trying to figure out their path, mm -hmm. what would you offer them? Hmm. In any, in any type of path? Any type of path. Oh man. Okay. In the, path of in the path of fulfillment. Like we're trying to figure okay. out like, what, what am I here to do? Yeah, I think, um, I think my biggest lesson for myself that I'll just um, kind of like revisit is the sliding door moment of like realizing that the experiences you've had and the skills you've developed, even if you're going into, if you're launching onto a new path that you think is completely disconnected from anything that you've been involved with or invested your time in, like look for ways that they tie together because you might be surprised at what, what gifts and talents you were able to cultivate doing other things. Um, even like, you know, parenting or in relationships with your friends or, um, a past job. Like there's so many experiences in our lives that inform who we are and to like, Oh, have an open mind about how those things can translate into, where your heart is leading you, um, I think can be really powerful because I wish I'd realized that earlier, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think the timing of realizing it has given me a boost when I needed it. But, um, mm -hmm. I also, am like, you know, if, if you can realize that from the beginning of like, okay, if you're, I'm not a list person, but if you are a list person, <laughs> Like maybe making a list of like your skill set and like what things you loved about your, maybe you quit your job to pursue something creative or, and like list out all of your skills, all the things you loved about that job and try to think about how those things might carry over into this category of like what you want to be doing because you might be surprised how many things translate and how many things have, you know, informed who you are that is moving into this new, you know? Path. Yeah. I love it. I love it because cool. that automatically forces you to have some like gratitude about where you've been. Yeah. yeah. Instead yeah. of like, Oh, but I want to be here so bad. But then yeah, I, and why did I waste this time? And yeah, I can't believe I just told your listeners to write a list. Like that's probably the last thing <laughs> I never advise people to do that. <laughs> I don't keep lists at all. So. How about this? <laughs> just write things on sticky notes and yeah. put them all over the place randomly. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> I set alarms on my phone to remind nice. myself to do send out email to. <laughs> oh yeah. Super organized. That's yeah. that's the only way to live. Got to yeah. have reminders. <laughs> or draw sketches. You can draw sketches if you're not the list person. Yeah. Nice. Well, man, I feel like this is a pretty good spot to yeah. wrap things up. And is there any, anything else that you'd like to add? Um, I don't think so. I'd love to, um, 
provide some information. Yeah, tell us about your website and wants, all that stuff. Yeah. So, okay, so I'll send you the links to the things, but it's just annanodolf.com, super simple, okay. it's my name. And um, yeah, family photography, and there's some weddings on there, you know, kind of yeah. the gist. But uh, also, if families want to check out the kid class, I can provide that information too. Cool. Right awesome. now, have, yeah, a few classes, a few lessons live, but I'm working on some more. Sweet. I love it. Teaching is so fun. Um, and I'll just put in my, you know, stamp of approval for, you know, having Anna out. And when she, if, when, and if, not when, not if, when things are open back <laughs> okay. up and she can come out, if you really want to capture like a day of like what it's actually like in your family. And I highly recommend having Anna come out and just be there. And she makes it super easy. And I'm, I've told her before, and I've mentioned this, like, I don't, the last thing I want to do is like, go have a photography session. <laughs> like yeah. I've got plenty of other stuff yeah. to do, mm -hmm. but it's not like to have Anna come out to have you come out and just like hang out with us and just kind of be a fly on the wall. And I mean, also, you know, we interact still, but mm -hmm. just go through the day. It doesn't feel like this thing. It's just like, all right, we're just going to do what we had planned today. Maybe mm -hmm. do some extra fun stuff and just capture it. And then we'll be able to look back and, you know, see all these moments that, we normally wouldn't get because also I think one of the big things for us is like we don't have a lot of me and my wife together or yeah. like me and my wife with the kids it's always me taking a picture of them or her taking a picture of us mm -hmm. so there's that added like outside yeah. shot you know of I, the whole the whole thing that reminds me of that photo I took of you guys on the beach when you were like having a moment together when the girls were playing in the sand mm-hmm and it was like the back of your heads, but you were like looking out on the water. It just felt like such a a little, mo it was like the crack of time, you know, where you're able to be together. Yeah. And the kids were leaving you alone for like 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. that little moment. Yeah. there's that. Not, there, We never would have captured that. That's actually the, our desktop picture on the computer upstairs. I love it. <laughs> anyway. Well, thank you, David. That's great. I'll yeah. I'll just take that recording and type it up and put it on my website testimonial. <laughs> Feel free, whatever you need. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Anna. I, I really had a great time talking to you and Same. that you had a lot of cool things to share that were, yeah. Thank you. Better. Yeah. And if you and the fam are down for some virtual hangs, we can do like a little online game night. Yeah, we'll make it happen. <laughs> okay, cool. Say hi for me. All right, we'll do. Bye. Bye.